When the city of Boston comes to the task of figuring out what form a more permanent memorial will take, it won't be an easy process. There's a lot to consider. One place that's long wrestled with the delicate issues of memorializing victims of brutal violence is Israel, as the world's Matthew Bell reports. There have been dozens of terrorist attacks in Jerusalem over the years, and as a result, there are memorials to the victims all over the city. One of them is here at the Mahana Yehuda open-air produce market. On the afternoon of July 30, 1997, two Palestinian suicide bombers set off nearly simultaneous explosions and killed 16 people. There's a stone plaque on the wall where it happened. It's got the date and the names of each victim, but there's a fading bumper sticker slapped across the memorial. Ori Ginsberg works at a tapas bar down the alley. He never noticed the plaque until I asked him about it. Israelis tend to move on pretty quickly after incidents like this, he says. Yeah, I think they're used to it. Like the part of the mentality of uh, living here. Like people die around you, there's bombing. Happens every once in a while, it's nothing special. Still, Ginsberg, who lost a friend in a 2004 bus bombing, says memorials like the one in the market are important. The victims need to be acknowledged. It's also good for the families. They come, they put flowers on them. Yeah, it's like the last place the man was alive. When civilians are killed in a terrorist attack, it almost seems self-evident. Of course, some kind of memorial should be built to honor the victims. But there's a right way and a wrong way to go about it. Private ones, the unofficial ones, the temporary ones are beautiful at the beginning and then they are very sad eventually. Asa Kasher is a professor of ethics and philosophy at Tel Aviv University. During the Second Intifada, Kasher says impromptu memorials sprouted up, but people started to complain, and for good reason, he says. However well-intentioned, a memorial that's not well-planned and well-maintained defeats the purpose. The whole idea of a memorial is to remember, not to forget. But when such a site seems one that has been forgotten, then it's, it's really improper. When I show Kasher a picture of the plaque in the Jerusalem market with the bumper sticker on it, he shakes his head and says this is the kind of thing he's talking about. A proper memorial should be seen as a long-term project, he says. It should also be accessible to the public, and it should be both comprehensive and individual at the same time. Kasher says a memorial should include the names of victims, even if people can't be expected to remember each one. And therefore, it's not an abstract notion of a number and a date and a place. It's a person, which is very important to to recall. It's a person with a name, with a face, with a history of life, with a history of death. And and I think that's the best way of uh, remembering people who died under such circumstances. The key to building a meaningful memorial, Kasher says, is to somehow keep the presence of the dead in the life of the living. His advice for Boston is to think about how its planned permanent memorial can teach future generations about this tragic chapter in the city's history. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Jerusalem.